Shalom, this is Sally Mayer, and this recording is part of the Mizrahi Daily Dose on the Daf Project. Today's Daf is Bavakama Ayin Bet, Bavakama 72. And on Amud Bet, on the second side of the Daf, we have the famous discussion, be- debate between Abai and Rava about an aid zomim, a, uh, a false witness. And when we say false witness, we mean someone who testified about something, uh, two, two people testified about something, and then two more people come and uh, do not debate the first uh, group's testimony. Let's say they testify that Reuven killed Shimon, let's just say. The second group says, you guys were with us at a, in a different place at the same time that you claim that you saw Reuven killing Shimon. So therefore, um, they, the, and the, the halacha is that we believe the second set of witnesses. And the first set of witnesses is call, are called Edim Zomamit. Uh, conspiring witnesses, and they, the, the Torah tells us that they received the punishment that they plotted to give to their friends. If they claimed that Reuven killed Shimon, and then the second set says that they were lying, so they were trying to give Reuven the death penalty, and now they will get the death penalty. So, uh, so there's a big debate between Abai and Rava about from when are they considered uh, now, so of course, from from that point on, they are considered false witnesses. Um, and the question is, from when do we consider the first group that has been contradicted by the second group, right? When do we view those adim zomimim as pasule dut, as people who are no longer qualified to testify? Abaye says, lemafreya, retroactively, meaning from the point at which they testified that Reuven killed Shimon. And then even if a month or two later it was discovered they were lying, we will consider them false witnesses from the point that they testified, and then any test, any testimony they gave afterwards will immediately fall away with all of the implications of that for the cases in which they testified. Rava says, it's Mikan Olahaba who saw that it's only once they become Zomimim, only once the second group comes and uh, shows that they are false witnesses, that's when they become Pasula uh, Edut, only from that point on. And any testimony they gave in between uh, the, the original testimony and the point at which they are proven false is totally fine. And then the Gemara asks, what is the, like, wh- what are they really debating? So Abaye says, well, I mean, you know, Abaye's uh, position is actually very understandable. If we believe the second witnesses over the first ones, then they lied at that point, And from the point that they lied, they're no longer to be trusted. Rava says, because Eidzomem is a chidush. It is a novel idea from uh, that the Torah is saying that we should believe the second set of witnesses because it's tray, tray. It's just really two against two. Why? What makes you listen to these ones? Why don't you listen to those ones? And therefore, he says, it's only from the point of the chidush, only from the point where this novel idea was introduced, from the point at which they become zomimim, that's when we consider them false witnesses. Uh, and the truth is, this Gemara really raises the question. We actually pass in the Kabaye um, that it goes from the uh, point at which they originally testified retroactively. And this is actually one of the six famous cases, Ya'al Kagam, in which we pass in the Kabaye. But the question is, wh- why? The, the question is kind of in place. Why do we believe the second set of witnesses over the first? Isn't this just uh, two against two? Like, and in general, when two witnesses, when two sets of witnesses contradict each other, let's say one set comes and says Reuven killed Shimon, and one set comes and says no, Levi killed Shimon, or Reuven was with us at the time, or uh, or anything that actually addresses the testimony of the first group. Uh, we'll just consider that edut mukhashet. It will be edut that is contradictory. And we will throw out both uh, both sets of testimony, but we will not believe one over the other. Why indeed do we believe 
one over the other, like the second group over the first group. So the way that the Rambam formulates it perhaps can give us a hint. The Rambam says, it kind of goes out of his way to say that the second group of witnesses are not addressing the facts of the testimony of the first group. They have to be kind of like saying, you know, we don't know anything about Reuven and Shimon. I mean, that is not our lookout. That is not something that we know anything about. But all we know is that the first two witnesses, A and B, let's say, were not there at the time when they claim they were there to see Ruven killing Shimon. And essentially, the way the Rambam sets it up, it seems as though the Rambam is trying to suggest this is essentially a new case. The same way as A and B are believed to say that Ruven killed Shimon, they are believed right? We check out their testimony and we make sure that they're telling the truth in all the different ways. But at the end of the day, if they say that, we believe them about Ruvain. And essentially when C and D, like when the, you know, second set of test of, of, of witnesses come and say, Ibanu hayitam, so with you were with us, they're essentially starting a new court case. They're saying, A and B, you are false witnesses because you could not have testified about the thing that you said. Basically, similar, to, it's like starting a new case. And the same way we believe Ruvain, we believe A and B that Ruvain did something, right? We believe C and D that A and B did something um, because they are simply testifying about a new, a new case with a new set of facts and we evaluate whether their testimony is accurate. And if it is, then we convict based on it. And perhaps that is an explanation for the chidush of Edim Zamanim. Wishing everybody... A good day and there should be Bissarot Tavot good news.